Parsha begins Vayiu Chaye Sora Meyoshona Vesrim Shona Vesheva Shonim Shnei Chaye Sora. So Sora's life was 127 years. Rashi says that which it says Shnei Chaye Sora Kulon Shovin Latoiva. They were all equally good. So the obvious question is, how do you say that all of the years of Sarah's life were equally good? Kulan Shavin Litoiva. You have a woman who lived most of her life as in Akara. The pain of a woman who can't have children is tremendous. Her life wasn't easy. She had to deal with being taken to Paro, being taken to Abimelech. She brought Hogar into her life, and Hogar shafted her. Every step of the way, she had challenges. And yet we say, Kulan Shavin Litoiva. How do we understand this? So. We need to understand another thing. The Medrash Tanchuma brings down that when Avraham Avinu was Maspid Sora, so he said over what we know as the capital of Ashes Chayil. And he said, Zomimo Sodev Atikocheyu. She planned the purchase of the field, referring to Mo'oros HaMachpela. Batiko Cheyu, when she, she acquired it. So the question is, who bought Mo'oros HaMachpela? Avraham Avinu shelled out 400 shekel cast of Oivel HaSoycher. He bought the Mo'oros. What are we saying? Sora bought it. Sora was dead before Avram acquired it. So how do you understand that she acquired it? So you need to know a little bit about Ma'oros HaMachpelah. What exactly was the godless of Ma'oros HaMachpelah? 
the Zoyar tells us that Ma'oras HaMachpela was the doorway to Gan Eden. That you went into Ma'oras HaMachpela, you went into the Ma'ora, and that took you to Gan Eden. There was a mice that happened in Hebron in the year 1643. That one of the important uh, sultans or a sheikh, whatever it was from Istanbul came to visit Hebron he was a very hush of a person very powerful and he came and he wanted to go to the Arabs the Muslims claim that Avram is there is Ada, and Yishmoel is the one that was given the Akeda and whatever other Narishkeit they believe in so he wants to go to the kever of Avram Avinu, who was the father of Yishmuel. So he told the people he was with that he rather wants to go into the Ma'orah. So they told him it's not a good idea. We've heard all sorts of stories about people who went into the cave and they didn't come out. So he changed his mind, but he said, I, I want to look in. So they said, okay, they opened it up. And he leans all the way in, and suddenly his sword, he had a very special sword, his sword fell into the kever. So he says, oh my gosh, my sword, it's solid gold, it's covered with rubies, emeralds, diamonds, it's, it's so precious, I have to have it back. So he points to one of his soldiers, says, go in and get it. So they tie a rope around him, they lower him down. And they felt that the rope suddenly got very heavy. They pulled the guy back up and he was dead. So he says, okay, you go down. So after he killed another three, four guys, they realize it's a waste of time. So he looks around and he sees a yid. He says, let the Jews get it. So he tells the yid, and you guys have to get it or you're in trouble. So the Jews made a goyrol. And the Gairo landed on a year of Avram Azulai. He was the grandfather of the Chidah. He wrote the Sefer Chesedli Avram. And the Gairo came out and he has to go into the Ma'ora to, to get the sword. So he went to the Mikvah. He put on his Tachrichim. He sat the whole night learning, teaching Kabbalah. And the next day he said, okay, he's ready to go in. They tied a rope around him. They lowered him into the kever. He retrieved the sword, passed it back up. And then he said, lower me down, I want to go in. I'm down here ready, I want to go in. So he told over. He walked into the kever. And suddenly he sees a person standing there. And he quickly says, Shema Yisrael, he was frightened. And he says, who are you? He says, I'm Eliezer Ebed Avram. And he took him further in. And he sees Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, and he fainted. They brought him certain perfumes. He revived. And he said, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. This is Gan Eden. So they said, you can't. You have to go out. Come back tomorrow. Tomorrow you can come back, you'll be in Gan Eden. So he, he went out of the kever. That night, he stayed up all night teaching Torah. The morning he went to the mikvah, he put in his tachrichim, he said Shema, and he was nifter, and 
he went to Gan Eden. So the story is documented, is brought down in various forum. Morris Amarpel was the gateway to Gan Eden. Now you have to know what is the pshat? We say that something is a doorway to another place. Shemi Shmuel explains a doorway has a din of two rishuyoy. So let's say, for example, you have a door and your house, you have an overhang over your doorway, and then it goes to the street. If your door of the house is open, the doorway has a din of rishusayachid. If the door is closed, your doorway has a din of rishusarabim. The doorway combines two rishuyoys. In the same way, Mo'orizamach Pela combined this world and the world of eternity. This world and Gan Eden. That was Mo'orah Samach Abraham Avinu was buying the doorway to eternity. And that's why you find there were four couples buried in Mo'orah Samach Pehla. four couples. Why four couples? Because when you have a marriage of an Ish and an Isha, so both the Ish and the Isha have the letters Aleph and Shin. But the other letters, the man has a Yud, Ish, and the woman has a He, Isha. When you combine a Yud and a He, you have the name of Hashem. The Yud is always the letter that refers to Olam Haba. You take a Yud in front of a word, it makes it into the future tense. You have Oichel, but Yoichel is the future. Oz Yoshir Moshe is the future. Oz Yivnesh Shleimah, the Yud, makes the word the future. So the Yud creates Olam Abba. The letter He is what Hashem used to create this world. Because the He is open on the bottom. The Russia wants to go, he can go down to the basement. You want to come back upstairs, the He is open. You can come through on the top. So the hey is this world, the yud is the world to come. You combine the two, yud and hey, you have the name of Hashem, the combination of this world and the world of eternity. If the couple lives together harmoniously, their shalom bias, the shechina is in the house, you're combining two worlds. That was Ma'orah That's why it's in the city called Chevroin, which is the chibor, it combines this world and the next world. Sara Imenu lived her life in two worlds. Shnei Chaye Sara. She lived here in the physical world, but in reality her mind, her essence was in the world of Ganeidin, in the world of eternity. That was her reality. means she planned to live a life where she would live in eternity. Her whole life was really a, a trip to Gan Eden. Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky tells over he was once on a bus and uh, the bus was crowded so he had to stand and there's another guy holding on to the pole also standing and the guy is singing the whole time and the guy says what are you so happy about he says I'm on my way to my nephew's chasna so Rabbi Yaakov said oh now I understand if you're on the way to a chasna, you sing. If a yid lives his life and he's on his way to Ghana, then your whole life is a song. But it depends how you look at your, your reality. It depends how you look at your life.
He says he once had a visit in New York. So the person he was going to for money was on the 60th floor of the skyscraper. So he comes to the building, he looks upstairs, the window on the 60th, he could barely see it. It's mamish like a tiny window. He says when he got up to the 60th floor and he looked out the window, he looked onto the street, all the cars looked like matchbox cars and all the people looked like a little Lego mansion. So he says, you know what you see from there? It depends where you're looking at things. If you look at things downstairs in this world, everything is important, everything is big, everything is a tragedy. But if you look at it from upstairs, everything is a kleinakite. There's a story when they were talking Avram ben Avram to kill him. There was a Polish Yid became a Gerd Tzedek. Polish guy became a Gerd Tzedek. And he was the son of a great important count in the Polish government. And it was a big bazillion to them that, a, that one of their star future galochim or whatever decided to become a Yid. And they begged him to back off. He refused. And they said, we're going to burn you at the stake. He said, I'll die, I'll kiddush Hashem. So when they were preparing the fire, they were about to kill him. The galochim were making fun of him. They said to him, oh, Valentine, that was his Polish name. Valentine, when you come upstairs, you're going to tell God to punish us. So he said to them, let me explain something to you. When I was a little kid, my father was the big Count, Count Potofsky. He was very rich. He had a big, big mansion. I used to play with little kids, the peasant kids in the neighborhood. One day we were making little mud pies and people out of mud. So I had my soldiers I made and he had his soldiers and the, one of these peasant kids stepped on all my soldiers and destroyed them. So I was very angry. I went to my father, the count. They said, Daddy, I want him killed. So my father said, Valentin, you're a, you know, you're a smart boy. You don't kill somebody for breaking your mud pie. So he said, okay, when I grow up, I'll take care of him. So do you think when I grew up, I had this kid killed? <coughs> I grew up. That was child's play. Child's play is child's play. When I'm going to come up to heaven, I'm going to look at what you did to me as child's play. Ridiculous. So you burnt me. I'm up in the world of eternity. You are me with eternity. I'm going to look down from Shemayim and say, Oy vey! The end of the world. When you look from upstairs, everything becomes small, trivial, and insignificant. That's the way we have to look at things in this world. This is not what it's about. We're in this world because we're here for eternity. Is a Misa, the Gomorrah brings down in Mesechtas Brochus. It was one of the Amoyroyim, the Grabba Barafuna, met Eliyoh Novi in a cemetery. He has an opportunity, here's Eliyoh Novi. So he asks him questions about Locha. He says to him, What's the din with, with a person that owes money and he have to take money? Do you leave him? his minimum amount, do you leave that for him or not? And, and Leonov, he gives him a teretz. He asks him if you can take truma without clothing on, he gives him a teretz. 
that he says to Yoanobi, wait a second, aren't you a Kayin? So Yoanobi says, yes. So says, what are you doing in the graveyard? So Yoanobi says, don't you know? This is a Goyish cemetery. Kivrei Yaakov are not metame b'oyel. And he says to him, what, you never learned Seder Tyrus? How come you didn't know the halacha? So Rabbi Rahuna says, what do you want? I'm very poor. I'm very fine woman. I have to tell I'm muchesik to make money. So I had a hard enough time learning the slurim of Moyet, Noshim, Nezikim, and Kochim. You want me to know Zeroyim and Tyrus? So El Yenobi says, what's the problem? He says, I'm poor. So El Yenobi says, come with me. And he takes him to Gan Eden. And he says, here, collect the leaves. You tell him to collect leaves from Gan Eden. It'll make him rich. So he starts collecting leaves. He puts them in his coat. And as he's leaving, El Yonovi says, look at Rabbi Baravuna. He's taking, he's, he's using up his eternity in this world. So Rabbi Baravuna right away takes all the leaves and he enters the mountain Gan Eden and he leaves. But the garment itself absorbed the reich of those leaves. It became so chosha because it had the reich of Gan Eden. He sold it to 12,000 shkolim. And he was able to support himself for the rest of his life. So what's going on over here? Eliyahu takes him to Gan Eden. He tells him to collect leaves. Then he collects the leaves. He says, oh, you're using up your eternity. So he empties out the leaves. And then he's able to sell the garment. What's the whole, what's the shot? The shot is, Eliyahu Anabi is telling him, you're poor, you have tsaras, you have problems, you have daigas. That's life. Life is filled with challenges, disappointments, aggravation, and problems, and things you're upset about. That's reality. And how do you survive? You survive with the reich of Gan Eden with knowing you're on the way to eternity. That whatever happens, this is not my world. This is not my reality. My reality is Olam Haba. My reality is Gan Eden. This is just a trip to Gan Eden. This is where you earn your eternity. This is where every day of your life can be used to create your is forever and ever and ever. that's the case if that's the case you have to know that it also says in the parsha of Avram Zokin Bo Bayomen Avram became old Bo Bayomen he came with his days what does it mean he came with his days that every day of Avram's life was filled with purpose was filled with meaning, was filled with what would earn him eternity. Avram Avinu's life was also a road to Nitzchias, a road to Gan Eden, and every day he took with him. We have to think about life in the same way. Where are we headed? What's really important? What really matters? What's life all about? What are we here for? 
you're here to create eternity, then every day of your life can be exciting, purposeful, and given the results of eternity. We say over there was once a cemetery that everyone, it seems, died at a very young age. Couldn't understand. You looked at the various tombstones and everybody died early. Like emotionally, you had a tombstone that said, here lies Moshe Eiser. He was run over by a bulldozer. He lived three years, two months, or maybe three, and spent his life watching TV. So everybody there died young. Here lies Yankla Margaretten. He smoked too many cigarettes. He lived four years, what a nap. Spent his life surfing the web. Then there was one where here lies our friend Kalonimus. He was as fat as a hippopotamus. He weighed 400 pounds after his diet. He lived seven months, you don't want to try it. The way he died should be noted. He stepped on the bathroom scale and it exploded. <laughs> So you don't want to have that kind of a life where we live a few minutes where if you count how much of each day mattered, how much of a day that we have in learning would count up. And if, if you took a cheshman of every day, how much of my life, how many minutes are real? Have a tachlis. Can I say went through today and have 14 hours of avoidance Hashem? 13 hours. How much time can we say we can put in our tombstone? Every day has to matter. When the Ksaf Seifer was a little kid, he was six years old, there was a terrible plague. And he also caught the plague. And he got very sick. The doctors came, they tried to treat him, and at one point the doctor, it was also a year, the doctor said, there's no Eitzah. The Chassam Seifer was Mishana shame. he added the name Avroham. So he became Avroham Shmuel ben Yonim Schreiber. The doctor said, there's no hope, they called the Hebra Kadisha. The Chevra Kadisha came, they brought Tachrichim, with which you bury a mace, and they brought candles, the minigas to put candles around the mita when a person is dying. Chassam Seifer was standing in a corner davening. Everybody is waiting. And suddenly, the boy, six-year-old, he screams, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad. And at that point, he started to get better. The Chassam Seifer said, I David, I got him 50 more years. Seven years later was his bar mitzvah. People came from all over to celebrate the bar mitzvah. By that time, he was already known as an Eloi, a child prodigy. People wanted to hear his drosha. People wanted to be Mechabed, his father, the Chassam Seifer, the Zayd, the Rabbi Akiva Eger. And so he got many bar mitzvah presents. There was a Yid, Rabbeir Frank, who brought an interesting present. He brought a little box. And he gave it to the Bacher. 
and he opens up the box, and inside the box there are candlesticks and candles that are half used. And he looks at Robert Frank, very questioning, what is this? And he says, let me tell you, Boychikel, when you were six, you almost died. And these are the candles we put around your bed. Because it represents Ner Eloikim Terem Nichba. The candle, the Neshama doesn't die. The candle of the Neshama keeps on. But you almost died. But we didn't have to burn the can we didn't have to burn the candles to the end, and we didn't have to put on the tachrichim. So I'm giving you these candles now. So you should remember. Life is short. Candle burns out. Always remember. Chaparain. Chaparain, every moment of your life, every day should be choshev. Every day of your life is a part of the trip to Nitzchias. With that, he gave him a bracha. He should be zoicheh to be mayor the eyes of Klal Yisrael in the same way as his father, Chassam Seifer, and his Zayder, Rabbi Kiva Eger. Chassam Seifer Taka lived to the age of 56 or 57 when he was nifted. We all have the same opportunity to make every day of our lives choshev, to make every day of our lives matter. We can't allow ourselves to be distracted from our goal by narishkeit, by foolishness, by stupidities, by kleinekeit. We have to live in a world of nitzchias. To live in a world where we're on our way to eternity. Life is a trip to Elam Haba. for if somebody won the lottery. So he's driving to the office to pick up his $257 million after taxes. And on the way, he gets into a fender bender and he totals his car. You think he cares? I'm going to get $257 million. Who cares if I totaled my car? Life is about going to Oilam Haba. It's greater than anything. It's a world of Nitzchias. It's a world of, you can't imagine what it is. Don't destroy your lives by narishkeiten, by frustrations, by aggravation, by making a big tutzachat garnished. But live a life for eternity. Make every day count. Make every day shine. That they can say about every one of us, Zokein Bob Bayom, and we brought every day Takodesh Baruchu. If we live that way and make every day count, we'll be the happiest people. We'll be filled with such a simcha of a devakus. Just like by Sori Main, with all the challenges, her life was one big way of going to a chasna. Our lives can be one big song of joy and nitzchias. We'll be zoichet through that to the greatest of shleimus. Become people dovak to Akadish Borchu and will live in the greatest madrake of happiness, Shaykh.